Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys. They're... Marvelicious. Welcome to the first ever Toy Fair 2011 coverage by Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. I'm Justin. And Marjorie and I are here in the Big Apple, New York City, home of the Marvel superheroes, right? I mean, how many are from New York? Just about all of them, because that's where Marvel Comics is. Yes. We actually, our hotel room is just down the street from the Marvel Comics offices. so we Which won't... are not very exciting. Yeah, we wandered by, and I'm like, really? That's it? And it, it's so sad, because you grow up with the dreams of, like, the Marvel bullpen, right? Where you, like, picture a newsroom, only it's guys with comics. Just whipping them out, just page by page. Yeah, that that's all gone. Now, it turns out all the artists and writers work from home studios, and, like, there's Marvel Studios here, the Marvel Comics offices. This is where the accountants go to work. It's it's so sad. Yeah. But... It, it, it's like wrecking an illusion. It's like I'm finding sorry. out that the Easter Bunny isn't real. He's not? He's not? What are you talking oh, about? You guys, two shattered delusions in one day. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry. Well, at least you guys got to see a whole bunch of new toys, right? That is true. And, you know, when down by the Marvel Comics offices, I didn't subscribe to the DCU, but I could have. Well, actually, yeah. I couldn't there. I could have on my iPhone while standing outside the building, though. <laughs> that would have been apropos. <laughs> I'm still holding out, but it's it might be time because that Archangel X-Force variant figure that we've been waiting for and asking about for, well, since about this time last year when they first announced it at Toy Fair and showed it, is finally up for your pre-order or just your order or subscription to the digital comics. Yes, and it is a really cool figure. I just found the regular Archangel at a Target this time. It is such a cool figure with such giant wings. I think I'm going to break down only... I was I was going to hold off to like C2E2, but then you told me about a 20% off coupon code for the digital subscription. Yeah, I mean, you use the code MARVEL20. That's MARVEL20, and they're giving 20% off, and it and it's working with the subscription. So if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and use that code, and it brings the, the total price down from 60 bucks down to just $48. So if you're like me, that's $48. That's going directly mostly for that action figure. So, well, that's what some of the variants go for online anyway. Yeah, if not more, if not more. Well, let's talk about the new toys that we saw this year at Toy Fair. Start off, go in order of movie release. Let's start with Thor, God of Thunder, and Rock and Roll. (laughs) Now, the Thunder has been kind of taken out for us. Because we got these figures early before the release date. Check out our special issue 7 for a review of Wave 1. Unfortunately, there wasn't a whole lot not in Wave 1 shown. There were some deluxe figures out there. There's going to be a Thor with giant yellow breastplate and a couple shooting frost missiles. Yeah, from the looks of that one, it's a it's a repaint of the first Thor figure, so it's kind of breaking the mold of, of the other deluxe figures, especially in like the Iron Man line where those were a separate sculpt completely. This looks like a repaint of one of the mainline figures, so that's kind of neat as far as quality goes. But then again, it's just a way to throw something on there that makes them shoot missiles. <laughs> 
they did tell us that there were going to be about 20 of the Thor figures also. So we're not going to get swamped with them. It's probably just right. I'm actually happy with that. They also threw out the number that across the movie line of figures, Thor, Captain America, and the Iron Man, so the Avenger movie line, there's going to be 60 figures this year. And that, that's a big number, but I think it's actually about on par with what we got last year from Marvel Universe and Iron Man. Yeah, and from I mean from the looks of it, that's split across three properties. So, you know, on average twenty new figures per line, give or take, you know, and I think Thor is not gonna have as many opportunities for multiple characters and multiple outfits as, you know, Captain America and Iron Man will. But just from the from the looks of it, a lot of these Thor figures coming are that, just straight up repaints of some of the existing molds beyond what we've seen already. True, but there are a lot of characters that people have been wanting. I mean, of course, from the trailer, that Destroyer, that figure, was on the cover of Toy Fair, just looks friggin' awesome. Yeah, and it looks like he's a light-up figure, too. It looks like his chest glows. And then it looks like there's another Destroyer figure that's in a darker, darker paint scheme, almost like a black metallic. Probably the same sculpt, but so you get two Destroyers to look for out there. And then you get the Warriors 3 in their movie incarnation. So you've got Sif... Loki, Ram Smash, Volstag, and as I said last time, there had to be Loki with the hat. He is coming, and the hat looks not silly at all. Actually, it's just like a ram's hat. It still looks silly. <laughs> not as silly as some of the classic drawings of Loki. That one was kind of ridiculous. This one kind of it captures the look and feel of it without being overly ridiculous, I guess. And of course. I mean, Hasbro, we mentioned this on our other collecting podcast, Star Wars Action News, where we were also doing Toy Fair coverage. You can find it at SWActionNews.com. Hasbro kind of cookie cutters their products, right? They always do the same things. We've got a three and a quarter inch figure line. We've got the superhero squad type figures. We've got the Mighty Mugs. They always are doing this. Well, much like the other movie lines that they've done, they're going to have some role play toys. They're going to have some foam swords and hammers that Marjorie and I can beat each other up with. You think, huh? Thor was all about the role-playing stuff. There's a foam sword, there's a foam hammer, and then there's also a light-up hammer. No, just one hammer. I thought the big one light, lit up. Yeah, it lights up and it shoots a little projectile, but I didn't think there was a there foam hammer. There was a hammer. little tiny foam one for oh, little kids. There was? Yes. Oh, I missed that. It was a mini. And then they're going to have like the 12-inch figures that go along the lines with the Iron Man toy that came out for Iron Man 2. So it looks like, you know... All the different things you were expecting they're going to be doing for Thor and, again, for Captain America. But I think Captain America was the top movie license that they had out for the Marvel. He had more stuff that was I, new and inventive. I think that they're putting, you know, looking at the three Marvel movies this summer, X-Men, Captain America, and Thor, it really seems to me that they're banking on Captain America to be the biggest hit, at least for merchandising, because there were a lot of Cap stuff. Yeah, and that, I mean, that makes sense from just even a toy standpoint. I think if you're a kid walking down the aisle, I think Captain America is more of a superhero than Thor is. I mean, sure, they're both comic book superheroes, but Captain America's got, you know, the bright colors and the, the outfit and all that, and he just seems more heroish. So I think kids will be drawn to, to Cap faster than they will to Thor as a toy line. I never considered Thor a superhero, so I completely agree with that. But Captain America, they've got some really cool things. Not only do they have the basic figures, which are unbelievably awesome, 
They really look so good in person. They do. Heavy artillery cap was just so great with his shield. I just love what they've done with the shield on this toy line. And it, it's just, you know, I grew up with Captain America Migo and seeing them in all these different lines and crossbones and their Captain Britain. Just really overall, this figure line looks to be really cool. Yeah, I mean, as you guys were furiously tweeting away during the Hasbro presentation, one of them caught my eye that there was a, a night mission landing Captain America and a jungle Captain America and Arctic Captain America. I'm thinking, oh, geez, cruddy repaints. But now, I mean, now that I've seen the pictures, I'm actually kind of excited about these, you know? Got some cool camo going on on them, and the Arctic cap has a nice, you know, wool woolly coat there. So this whole line looks a lot better than I would have expected. No, I think it's really great. And they're doing some cool things like the deluxe figures are called mission packs instead of just deluxe, which I think is a really cool idea. And they're coming out. I think this is probably everybody's dream. A Captain America with a parachute. Awesome. Yeah, it was really neat. They had them hanging and it was kind of a long little lines for the parachute, but pretty cool idea nonetheless because i don't care how old you are whenever you grew up and you probably want to play as a little guy in a parachute we used to make them out of tissue paper or napkins whatever we could find now is that parachute one one of the deluxe mission pack figures it's a mission pack yes what uh, what were the other deluxe mission pack figures if you remember the only other one they had on on display was jet pack which they said it's a real parachute because you can throw it up and it'll sail down but this is not a real jet pack oh <sighs> You know, they set up expectations, and then they just let us down. I mean, yes, I know. Needs to be a real jetpack. Let's get on that. But did you notice that it looks like Captain America stole Odin's shield? Because one of the Captain America figures has a shield that pops out the little blades. <laughs> that's that's the play feature. <laughs> Never mind that you have a fully articulated action figure in your imagination. We need something to shoot out. It, no, it's looking like a cool line now. They did the Iron Man on the bicycle or on the RVs toys. They're doing Captain America on a number of RVs, too. RVs? Is he going cross-country? Apparently he is, yeah. He's ATV, RV, whatever you have. Oh. <laughs> you mean those those Iron Man figures that I've constantly ignored for the last year? Yeah. All yeah. That, apparently they're not completely ignored as they're continuing them with Captain America. They're also, again, doing some larger-scale stuff and some role-play if you want your own Captain America Frisbee. Well, they've got a Frisbee, a shield that shoots foam discs, and the cool top part of the hat, the mask. The cowl. The cowl. The cowl. It looks a little creepy. It looks a little It looks creepy. a little Batman with an A on it, though. It does. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be something neat to see on the shelves instead of the, the Iron Man one I've been looking at for, for months and months now. And then, again, like Iron Man, I, there was not a Thormobile. I, I was wrong on that. But Captain America has three different types of vehicles, like a Jeep-type vehicle, a Hummer-type vehicle, and then a rolling headquarters, just like Iron Man had his rolling headquarters. And all of them in the red, white, and blue, right? I got to say, the rolling headquarters intrigues me more than the Iron Man one did because I grew up in the 70s. When I think of Captain America, I'm sorry, I think of the TV movies from the 70s where he had the shield on the front of his motorcycle. Yeah. And the big rolling headquarters comes with shootout motorcycle. <laughs> so I, I'll actually probably buy the rolling headquarters just so I can have a really overpriced motorcycle. Nice. You can go with your Iron Man rolling headquarters. You guys can have battles. 
<laughs> and speaking of Iron Man, the Armored Adventure line continues. And you we're talking about how creepy the Captain America mask is. I'm sorry. The Mark V Iron Man mask is just wrong. There's something very wrong with it. It's all the lines in it, I think. It looks like a, a cracked face of some sort, you know? It's that it's expressionless. But, you know, it, the, it does create, like, jowls and a nose and a very grim expression. It looks like a villain from a horror film. Yeah, it kind of does. Because I think, I mean, looking at it, it looks like it's the same the same mold as the mask that's out there. They just added some different paint to it to make it look more like the, the Mark V. But, yeah, those... Those lines make it look like he's got a big nose going down the side there. And, like, I don't know. It's You're right. It looks like something a mass murderer might wear. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the Iron Man line will be pulled back a little bit this year because, again, only 60 figures total. They are coming out with the Silver Vortex versus the Red Vortex vehicle we had before. Ah, The one they should have come out beginning. Yeah. (laughs) And... He also gets some kind of other vehicle with big tires. What would you call a vehicle? Or... It's, I don't even know. It's like a suit up SUV kind of thing. It's black with 001 on it. The thing I like is they finally realized they don't have to paint everything in the Iron Man line red. We can give him a black vehicle. We can give him a silver vehicle. Yeah, and all the figures aren't red either. I mean, that, that new line coming out, the first the first wave of the line that you've already pre-ordered is all over the place, all over the color palette, you know? Not very much red going on in there. So that's that's a good departure, I suppose, because it's going to have to fight for, for eye space in the retail aisles. And we did also have, with the Iron Man figures, those four six inches that we've been talking about for a while. The faux Hulkbuster. <laughs> I like that. I'm adopting that. <laughs> The Titanium Man, yep. the War Machine, Dynamo. and Crimson Dynamo. Yep. And it looks like also a new War Machine, like a comic-based War Machine. Yeah, it is a new sculpt, or yep. at least a retool, a new figure. And then they'll be reshipping the, the original movie War Machine and the original uh, Mark IV Tony Stark Iron Man as well. So that'll be cool. Those are I'm actually pretty excited about those, especially the Crimson Dynamo. He looks pretty cool. Now, Marjorie, I know the Captain America line is good because you walked away from Hasbro today, and all you could talk about was those Captain America figures. Yeah, I really liked them. I don't know why. They just really were very cool. I have to say, with Thor and Cap, Iron Man's losing a little bit of his luster. The shine's off the armor there. Well... Iron Man is just repaint after repaint after repaint, it seems. And even if it's not truly that, it looks like it. Yeah, and even the ones that that aren't repaints, they've had a hard time getting them out there. You know, a lot lot of people I know have never seen the the last wave with the ultimate Iron Man and the comic Whiplash and, and and Mandarin and all those guys. So, you know, it seems like the other ones are starting to show up at retail already, too. So moving away from, from all that, we're right back into a bunch of armored guys and different colored armor. So I think all the humans in Thor and Captain America will be a nice nice relief from all that. Absolutely. Now, again, the movie I mentioned earlier, X-Men First Class, has no toy support, no movie line. And that's that's kind of a relief. To me, honestly, I don't know if I could keep up with four lines in three and three quarter. You know, that's, that's quite a bit. Well, you know, really, I follow Marvel on Facebook and on Twitter and everything, and they're all about Cap. They're all about Thor because they not only own the comics, but they own the movie studio producing these movies. 
they're not so much about the X-Men. And it's because that is a property that they sold to 20th Century Fox, and Fox had to rush out first class to keep that license, and Marvel's probably mad. They probably wanted the license back so they could make even more money. True, true. But, you know. but I did get to talk to Jesse Falcon, who was the director of merchandising from Marvel Comics, and I asked him about X-Men First Class and also what one of our listeners pointed out, why Hulk isn't on the Avengers logo. So here's that interview. And we're here with Jesse, director of merchandising from Marvel Comics. Hello, sir. Hi, buddy. How you doing? Good. Now, big year for Marvel this year, obviously. Yeah. I mean... We're seeing Thor and Captain America everywhere leading up to Avengers next year. From the merchandising angle, how are you looking to position these? Well, it, what's interesting, you know, the Marvel film team has given us a real gift with the way that they've programmed uh, the films that they're developing. In that, you know, the, in 2008, we started with Iron Man and the Hulk. Um, and then 2010, we had Iron Man 2. Um, and now we followed that up with Thor uh, and Captain America. And uh, what they've done, what Hasbro's done at retail, is they've actually uh, created uh, blister cards that um, are all formatted in a similar uh, layout. So when the retailers come in, they look at it's it's all one, you know, cohesive story that they're telling at retail. Um, and that story is that the Avengers are assembling. You know, you've got Thor and Cap, who are new characters uh, from a standpoint of telling a story on, on film. But Iron Man is a proven success at doing that and with merchandise so we're using Iron Man and the anticipation of the Avengers to help get Thor and uh, Cap programs out in a big way. One of our listeners noted that with the Avengers Assemble logo that's on all these toys, one that's missing that actually had a Marvel movie was Hulk. So why is he kind of the dark sheep of the group? He's actually not a dark sheep. Uh, the truth is that the, the reason that this button is designed that way is because this year uh, Hasbro is making product for Iron Man. It's a continuation of product that they made from last year from Iron Man 2, so he's part of it. And then we have the two new films of Captain America and Thor there. So those are the two new product lines. Um, certainly not that Hulk is getting a, uh, put to the side. He won't be next year in the Avengers movie. I can pretty much assure that. And there's another Marvel movie coming out this year that is X-Men, which I'm sure you guys have kind of an interesting relationship with because it's your property, but unlike the others, it's not your movie, and it's not getting as much merchandise representation. Well, uh, honestly, it, you know, we are doing some X-Men product, um, and it is first class in that, you know, it's based on the first class program that Marvel Comics has developed. Um, and certainly the first class movie looks like it's going to be amazing, uh, but... If you look at the style of the film, people are basically wearing, they're not really, really wearing superhero suits for the majority of it. So uh, it's a little bit of a tougher thing to merchandise against um, when it comes down to, you know, doing what's on film. Uh, but we still are absolutely doing X-Men merchandise uh, just based around classic. Now, to kind of bring that back around a little bit to Captain America, the look for the film is kind of different. It's a much more realistic look. There's no wings flying off the helmet and such, which I know comic fans are kind of torn on. Some people really love the more realistic look, but it, it isn't as costumey, again, as the comic outfit, similar to what you were saying with the X-Men. I think if you look at any uh, property that starts in one medium, 
and then gets transferred to a different medium, like a comic book to a film, or a video game to a film, or even a book to a film. There is, um, there's modifications, you know, you have to fit the intellectual property into the medium that it goes into. And I think that um, what works sometimes in the comic books doesn't always work in films, and I think that in, in fact, the Captain America suit looks very much like the Ultimates version, um, which, which is in the comics. Uh, but a good example of that is uh, Wolverine, uh, where Wolverine, we all you know, are fearful of Wolverine because he's so terrifying in the comic books. When you put that yellow spandex outfit on Hugh Jackman, he looks more like someone you would buy balloons from. So uh, I, I think there's always a little ebb and flow when it comes down to iterations of, uh, of characters on film that come from comic books. And after Avengers, Iron Man 3 is talked about in the industry. How is the merchandising starting to rev up for that? Uh, you know, really, our, the focus that Hasbro has right now is on the Avengers, because that's next year. Iron Man 3 doesn't happen until 2013. So um, even the teams that are developing that, um, they, they haven't announced the director yet. So I think that that's it's not there yet from a standpoint of, you know, getting on board and uh, really sinking our teeth into it yet. But these guys are, you know, waist deep in Avengers right now. What about you personally? Which which of the two, uh, Thor or Cap, are you more anxious for? Obviously, in your job, you're anxious for both. Yeah. But from a personal like background, which one calls to you? Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm really excited for Thor. Uh, I, I'm just excited that a Thor movie has been made. You know, I never in my wildest dreams as a kid thought, oh, they'll never make a Thor movie. They're making a Thor movie, and it looks awesome, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm super excited for that one. Yeah, Kenneth Brown, obviously the right person to handle that kind of material. 100%. All right, well, hey, thank you very much for your time. Looking forward to a marvelous summer. <laughs> Thanks again to Jesse for that interview. Always good to talk to somebody from the House of Ideas. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool for him to take out time to, to give you some words there. Very nice. What uh, what did you find out about Spider-Man while you were there? You know, there were some Spider-Man toys. There was not a lot of talk given to them, and I think it's because they know it's more of a kid-oriented line than a collector-oriented line. And today was the day for fan media, which is primarily collector-focused. There is continuing Spider-Man lines in the six inch and the three and three quarter inch scale. And they had several of them out on display. But what they did talk about with six inch figures is how they're really starting to incorporate play features as part of the skull. So they're, they're totally becoming far more separate from Marvel legends than ever before. Cause we've talked on this show before about how certain figures you can put up there and they kind of look the same. They're going to start molding play feature weapons into the hands and such and really try to up the play value for kids on those. Well, good. That'll, that'll make it easier for me to not look at them anymore. I mean, I, there's been a few times that I've picked up that there's a black Spider-Man in that line. And I'm like, ooh, that's pretty cool. But then you look at it, he's got he's got one arm that has a big hole right through the palm of his hand, and it just shoots out a web type of projectile. And I'm like, ah, nope, not for me. Yeah, they showed one in their presentation that had Spider-Man with web nunchucks, <laughs> and the nunchucks don't come out of his hands because when you squeeze his legs together, he starts whipping them. Oh, they're trying to get like those uh, UCF and wrestling figure kids. Yeah. That, that's what they're going after there. Or Chuck Norris and his karate commandos, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose it's it's all right for them to keep, you know, Spider-Man up in the minds of kids until 2012 when the next movie will be coming out. And I'm sure we'll get interested in the three and three quarter inch figures they'll be producing for that. There was one three and three quarter inch figure that they had out that really struck my eye. That was the lizard. And it's because he looks goofy. <laughs> He's got his tongue all out to the side like a dog in <laughs> the sun. 
And he, 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 I don't think I, I don't know why he wouldn't go with any of my other figures, but I'm like, that is one goofy looking figure. And I like him. It would, it, it's like almost just so weird. It's good. Yeah. But all the different Spider-Man's like, there's one Spider-Man that looks like he stole Captain America's armor colors. <laughs> they also showed a uh, scorpion, which from what I can tell, looks like it has some sort of play feature built right into it. So I may have to wait and see until I find that one, if I'm going to put them with the rest of them or not, but I don't know. It's like we said, Marvel Universe needs to get on some of these cool Spidey villains before too long. We're not allowed to touch the figures. I think there's a projectile that shoots out of his tail, but the body did have a good paint job on him. Very Marvel Universe-y. Well, like I said, until I see him, I won't be able to make a decision on it, but you never know. I'm sure I'll end up with him. There's a new Spider-Man mask out, too. Instead of the old one that they had that went over your head, this one is just like a face mask. It's more realistic because the black wedding part is supposed to be rubberized. It's actually injection molded, so it's not painted on, and it's going to not chip off as easily. I don't know. I I still find spider mask a little creepy in general. They all are. (laughs) All right. Well, what about the meat and potatoes? Why were you guys there? Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe. (laughs) Well, Justin, did you ever find your dark purple Galactus? Nope, I still have yet to see him at retail. Well, next year with the Sentinel, they're doing a variant, but the dark purple variant won't even be at retail. He's only going to be in San Diego. Uh Is he coming in a cool box like Galactus did on a card? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very cool. Same style, same everything. They're getting Joe Caseta back to do the outside artwork, and it's going to come in what they call the briefcase. Very nice. Now, you guys got to see him. Is it 100% new figure? I know at one point we were concerned that it might be some reused Galactus parts. You know, there may be some reused Galactus parts. I'd have to put them next to each other to really look at the thighs and the stomach. That's about it. Yeah, it's it's new enough. Awesome. I'm sure that, you know, it, it really does look the same maybe from chest to knees, but... How how much different are they really going to make them? It still looked really accurate to me from what I know of the Sentinels from the X-Men cartoons and the comics I've read them in. Yeah. <clears throat> Looking at the pictures, I mean, I would I would say that none of it looks like it's reused, honestly. I mean, like you said, maybe the upper thighs, you know, different feet, different boots, different upper chest and all that. So. Yeah, it looks so, a lot more different than, say, what we saw from New York Comic Con. So that's the, the dark purple one? Is yes. at San Diego Comic-Con only, right? At, correct. And then the regular one is going to be packed in a galactus box and come with a Wolverine figure. And he's going to be at regular retail for estimate price of about 50 bucks. So same as Galactus is right now, basically. Yeah. That's that's awesome. And they're also going to have some more of the larger figures at Walmart, as Walmart exclusives like the other ones were. We're going to be getting the Frost Giant with Thor. And there's going to be one other one. that comes. He comes with Loki, I think, comic Loki, if I remember correctly. So there's going to be all kinds of figures going around, which is right, because the comics have all the different sizes. As far as basic figures go, here's some bad news for you variant hunters. <laughs> you better get your cable quick, because little baby Hope isn't around for very long. It, it, they tried to say it's not going to be uber, uber rare, but in the carry-forwards, you're just going to get Cable and not Baby Hope. 
That that's a first for an action figure, I think. I mean, they've made running changes, they've done deliberate variants, but to just straight up say that this accessory piece that's coming with it is only going to be there for a short time, get it while it's hot. I don't know if I've ever heard of that before. I can't either, other than like when they re-release it as a different line, you know? Sometimes they'll re-release the same figure with different accessories, some more, some less. But the way Marvel Universe has gone, where, you know, we just got a brand new Daredevil and it's still on the 2008 card, and yet here, I imagine the cable will be on the same card, but bye-bye, baby. <laughs> yep. So first time you see it, if you're thinking you want that one with the baby, you better better snatch it up because not going to be there the next time. They didn't really reveal too much in the way of Marvel Universe figures we didn't know. But I got to see hands-on the next wave with Apocalypse, and he has a very shiny paint color scheme. I like that a lot. He's he's going to be impossible to find. Just if you see him, don't hem, don't haw, purchase. He's another one of those bulky figures, so he's going to be popular right there anyway, and he does look cool. The Wolverine first appearance does not look nearly as bad in person as the pictures online have made him seem. It did look better in person. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I think the initial photos we saw were a prototype, and that prototype wasn't done so great. This this looks like this is the actual production figure now that we're seeing, and it, it doesn't look as bad as the other one did. But not a whole lot of surprises in the basic figure line. We got to also see some of the three-packs that are coming, the classic Avengers, which I don't know, it's... It's cool, but it's kind of silly. Well, the Iron Man is really silly because I looked quickly and I'm like, why is this thing naked? Because <laughs> he's orange. I know he's supposed to be in this gold armor, but they didn't back-metalize him or do anything cool at all. No, nothing. I really wonder why the thing didn't have its pants on. <laughs> and I realize they're going back to a 60s-looking Hulk, but I don't know. He looks a little simian. Yeah, I've never been a fan of that style of the Hulk, the big brow and the, the big bucket head. It's just not a huge fan of that style. But at the same time, this whole pack, while I probably don't want it to have open it on my shelf, I think I might get it just to keep in package. It looks kind of neat and retro with the with the packaging and the star field behind it. That is true. I, I do like the packaging. Also, I think I've complained on the show before about no Invisible Woman figure. We're finally getting one with the Fantastic Three. Not four, three, because Johnny Storm's dead. Spoiler alert. If you don't know by now, then you stay away from every major news outlet. Heck, even, even I know. Dad. Yeah, I think even <laughs> my dad knows. <laughs> well, well, you might be happy, Arnie, that we've got a visible woman. I'm still left wanting because she's not invisible at all. She's fully there. I could have <laughs> settled for even a half-invisible woman and been happy. Nope, she's completely visible. Yeah. But you know she's going to be invisible, and eventually they'll give her her long-sleeve outfit, too, because she's right now in these weird, like, summer dress. Yeah, the short sleeves are, aren't working. Yeah, it's more of the more modern Fantastic Four team uniform, it looks like. I gotta say, the, the head sculpt looks pretty decent, especially the hair. It's a, it's a good sculpt of hair on that one. And what excites me, though, again, growing up in the 70s, Herbie! <laughs> you mean Alfie? No, not the, not the love bug. Here's the thing. is It is the Fantastic Four because they couldn't put the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four cartoon because they were afraid kids would set themselves on fire. So the fourth Fantastic Four member was Herbie. Now that there's no Human Torch, great chance for Herbie the toy, and we're getting them. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, from the, and from the looks of it, the uh, 
the thing that's coming in this pack is is a retool of the previous other things where you know we've had a, a no pants thing we've had a long pants thing and now it looks like we're getting the short pants thing so it looks like they use <laughs> upper, the, the upper thighs and the lower legs of those two figures to make this one i prefer it when thing keeps his pants on yes we all do uh, agreed <laughs> thing keeps his thing in his thing pants and then the last three pack, I'm not even going to touch that one. It's an X Force three pack where we get a silver repaint of Deadpool, the figure everybody loves to buy. Yeah, it looks pretty neat, except for I feel like I have two of those other figures already. It looks like the Warpath. I hate to tell you, but you do. Yeah, it's the same Warpath as before and the X Force Wolverine from before. So it looks like I'm going to spend 20 bucks or more on, on a Deadpool figure. That's what forum trades are for. <laughs> So, if anybody in the future wants to trade, <laughs> keep it in mind. I'm sure you're going to find, oh, this Wolverine has upgraded claws, and oh, this Warpath has slightly different hair. Yep, we're going to get well, Megateed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what else in the Marvel Universe? Did they did they preview any, any of the further waves, or did they give us any further they, information? They didn't have them out, but they did say, and coming up, we're going to be getting... The Steve Rogers Captain America from the Secret Avengers will be getting like on the back X, of the card. Yep, X twenty three will be coming. She's like a female Wolverine type. If you're not familiar with her, it's called Rule Number sixty three. Do you know what Rule Number sixty three, Justin? I do not. Oh man! Why don't you enlighten our listeners? I will. I didn't either. As if there's a really cool male character, they will make a female counterpart. And that's Rule Number sixty three. Mm-hmm. I dig. There's going to be a Ultron who is in the modern type style, which was really cool looking. I thought he was very sharp. They're going to do Darkhawk. I can't believe Darkhawk is still around. I guess he's come back. And they're also going to do a classic color variant from back when I used to buy his comic in the 90s. And then, you know, Justin, I know you're searching for that translucent vision everywhere. One for you, one for me. Uh Well. Now there's going to be a translucent Doctor Strange variant and then a regular Doctor Strange. Oh, man. They know how to get to us. They know how to get to us. Seems pretty cool. Here's what I'm confused about. I saw that they're doing yet another Namor figure. This will be the third Namor we've gotten. I'm not sure why they feel like they got to keep going back to the well on him. We have you know, one. he is one of the classics, though. He is, but the we've had him already in the in the basic line, and then he is part of the the San Diego Comic Con 75th anniversary set. And this new basic carded one looks like it's it's a different figure. I mean, I think it's completely new sculpt for the head and all that stuff, but same outfit as his his speedo wearing, otherwise <laughs> naked <laughs> figure from the San Diego Comic Con pack. So I guess there's a big call and a bunch of fans of Namor out there that just can't get enough. Well, keep in mind that Comic-Con pack is also pretty expensive on the secondary market. Sure. This might be a way to get that figure out there for those who haven't had a chance to get them. Then later on, a couple I'm really excited about, Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley, and his blue hoodie. Yeah. Now, I kind of wish they'd do, like, the other Scarlet Spider that had the big black spider that wrapped around to the back. That's the outfit I like the best of Scarlet Spider, but they're doing, you know, the more workout pants and a hoodie outfit. (laughs) To go with your Planet Hulk, you get Scar, the son of Hulk. Yeah, and it actually looks pretty cool. He uh, looks like an all-new sculpt. Yet another bulky figure. Soon we're going to have counterparts for that entire Hulk Marvel Legends wave that you got in the Marvel Universe line. You know, we got <laughs> Doc Samson, and then we've got, we got Scar, and we've already got Absorbing Man and Planet Hulk. We're getting there. We are. We are. More and more. 
Then an individually carded Dr. Doom. That's his first time on an individual card, and he's going to be in the modern deco versus his current 80s deco version. So darker green, essentially? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then Falcon and Red Wing. But I think what has me most excited, they talked a little bit about the future comic packs. And there's going to be Spider-Man and a classic Captain Britain. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. The Captain Britain is in his mostly red outfit with the with the crest lion logo on his chest. Then there's going to be an Avengers one with Quicksilver and Wonder Man. But the one I can't believe they're making, and I'm so happy they're making, Sweet Christmas, it's Power Man and Iron Fist. <laughs> Power Man is looking all kinds of 70s funky. They gave him the tiara. <laughs> well, he's a princess. I dare you to call him that to his face. I will. <laughs> now, of course, it looks like we're getting a repack of the Iron Fist that we already have, or at least a retool of him. He's got the open chest, 70s style going on, but... Yeah, in his ninja shoes rather than boots from previously. But, you know, when they made the modern Luke Cage, I was always a little disappointed that, again, the Luke Cage I grew up with wasn't in plastic, and now he will be, and that is, that that's the comic pack I'm looking forward to the most. I, I know I'm kind of weird. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it looks like just listening and looking at a lot of these pictures of what's going on in the Marvel Universe moving forward, looks like they're drawing inspiration from a lot of these older Marvel Legends figures. I mean, I was just talking about it a little earlier, but both of those figures in that pack have exact counterparts in the Toy Biz figure line from years ago, so... That's a great way to get older collectors back into this line and, you know, catching their eye. And then there is one more because it is the 20th anniversary of the Infinity Gauntlet crossover series. Adam Warlock and Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Very cool. Finally, there's one figure they mentioned is coming, but they won't tell us how or where. (laughs) It's a secret. But it's Rocket Raccoon with Groot. (laughs) Now, what is this from? I mean, he has his own series. I think he's just kind of a a fan favorite because he's actually a raccoon, (laughs) you know? With a rocket launcher? Yeah, he's kind of like, uh, is it Jax from the, who is that green rabbit? Jackson. Marvel? Jackson, yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, he says on Wiki, he possesses the normal attributes of a raccoon, including an acute sense of smell and sharp eyesight, but he's an accomplished starship pilot and an excellent marksman with laser pistols. Of course. That's what I thought of when I thought of a raccoon. And he probably also likes to root through your garbage. He probably does. <laughs> he likes shiny things, I know. <laughs> he likes to hide in gutters and wait for you to walk by and grab your shoelaces. Oh, they do that where you're from? That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so it sounds like the way they're being a little bit, you know, hush-hush about that kind of leads me to believe that that might be next year's online subscription premium figure. Ooh, that could be. I was wondering if it might be another Comic-Con exclusive or if it was a store exclusive that just has yet to find an outlet. That would I would prefer that. Because, you know, sometimes with these exclusives, they just... Well, that's a wheel and deal yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Now, Marvel Legends, my new mistress... <laughs> you know, not a lot of talk about them. They didn't show any six-inch figures in the Cap or the I- Thor line. They did talk about how in 2012 and 2013, they're going to bring back the series with a Build-A-Figure. In 2012, the Build-A-Figure is Terex. Now that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. 
Now, I know that you you were saying how Thanos was kind of like the the oh what's his name from DC the big uh, the big blue guy Dark Side Dark Side yeah I know how you're saying those two are kind of similar but I think I think Terex is closer to Dark Side than Thanos you know he's he's big and bulky and buff and big gloves and all that so. <laughs> That'll be cool that they're returning to the Build-A-Figure series. I kind of I kind of like that. And at San Diego Comic-Con this year, your first chance for the Marvel Legends is going to be the Heroic Age Thor number 0. Very nice. But no pictures or anything of that yet. They're just kind of teasing us now, right? There was some art on a slide, but they did not make that available and we weren't allowed to take photos at the time. But it, the Legends, they are coming back. No word on pricing. They probably don't even know yet, but they already do have sculpts, and they showed us just some prototype images of what they're going to look like, unpainted sculpts so far, of the ultimate Hawkeye and a heroic age Bucky Captain America. And they look slick, and they weaponed out, and interchangeable heads, and great articulation, just like the stuff we got. And so talking about all these different toy lines, I also got to talk to Scott George, who is the global brand manager for Hasbro's Marvel Brands. And we talked about all of these different toy lines, the movie lines, the comic lines, and great chance to talk with him. So here's that interview. We're here with Scott George, global brand manager for Hasbro's Marvel Brands. Hello, sir. Hi, how you doing? Doing good. Busy time for you here. Yes, it is. It's uh, Toy Fair 2011. We've been looking forward to it for a long time, and uh, it's finally here. We're excited. Now, this is your first time on our show, so why don't you give our listeners a little bit of an overview about how Hasbro approaches Marvel, because there's so many different angles with the legends, the universe, the kids' lines like Sp the Spider-Man, the superhero squad, the movie line. Absolutely. It's, it's an amazing sandbox to play in. I mean, when, you know, we've got over 70 years of comic heritage, to, uh, to work with, but then every single year there are just massive entertainment properties that, uh, that we're focusing on as well. So, you know, this year bringing two of the most iconic superheroes ever, you know, of all time, Captain America and Thor, to the big screen, it, uh, it gives us a lot to work with. We're, we're, we're very busy. Now, Hasbro has the license for all Marvel toys, right? That includes all movies and comics and such. Uh, we work with um, the comic-based properties as well as the entertainment properties, correct. So there's a third Marvel movie coming out this summer, the X-Men Origins, that Hasbro isn't putting um, too much behind. You guys talked during your presentation about how there are some X-Men toys but not really movie-based. Can you explain, uh, do you... Are you thinking these two are going to be the bigger two? or? Well, I mean, certainly X-Men First Class, you know, the first first trailer came out and people are excited about it. Um, you know, in, in terms of uh, timing, um, we were not able to put together a full, uh, full X-Men um, First Class line, but we're definitely celebrating the property with lots of X-Men items this summer, you know, comic two-packs, um, the Wolverine Claw, um, also... Um, I'm drawing a, drawing a blank on our other item. Uh. All right, so let's talk about uh, first the Marvel Legends, which you said are coming back in 2012. Now, in the past, we'd seen a little bit of movie support, but I didn't see any kind of six-inch figure support for Captain America or Thor. Is that something that still may happen this year? Um, well, we, we did not show the entire line for 2011. We've shown a really... A really good look at everything you're going to see for uh, for Thor and Cap. Um, we did not show any six inch. Uh, I would say it's possible. 
And the Iron Man 2 line last year, you guys are continuing it, which I'm trying to think of the last time a movie-based property actually continued on into the next year. Can, can you think of one other than, like, Star Wars, where the movie lasted that long? Because even, even Indiana Jones didn't make it into the next calendar year. <laughs> Sure. I mean, the, the greatest example is right here in front of us. It's, it's Spider-Man, you know, kids and, you know, kids, older fans, collectors, moms and dads, everyone loves Spider-Man. So Spider-Man is at retail year round every year. So, yeah, I guess I got I, I kind of always associate that more with like the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon because Hasbro had a line for that. And then when the cartoon kind of diminished, the line sort of transformed into a more general Spider-Man line. Right. Um, the the Spider-Man line yeah. this year is not tied to entertainment. It is, you know, it is definitely classic styling. So, um, you know, certainly we uh, we have had some great entertainment properties. Um, you know, starting with Spider-Man Three and the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series that um, has given us a lot of material to work with. But I mean, also, you know, with 50 years of comic books, I mean, that's. That's a lot of material to work with as well. So, you know, whether it's a movie year, whether it's a, an animated series year, or, um, you know, a year, a year like this year, we, we have so much to work with with Spider-Man. It's amazing. Now, with Spider-Man and Iron Man, you seem to have an advantage because those are very easy figures for repaint opportunities. We got a lot of different paint jobs, a lot of the concept paint on Iron Man and Spider-Man. The Spider-Man line has a lot of, you know, play-specific paint styles. With Captain America and Thor, is that a little bit more challenging that they don't have quite the outfits for all occasions? Uh, not necessarily. Actually, in, for example, in the Captain America line, um, you know, we have uh, the movie style figures, we have uh, figures from comic heritage, and we also have some concept figures. So it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a, of, of a draw from the movie look inspired um, by, by the movie, by the film. Um, but, you know, you know, we have desert fatigues, we have Arctic fatigues, um, there's uh, a, a jungle co uh, costume. So, um, you know, Cap's ready to, to tackle the bad guys in any environment. Now, with Marvel being so popular in the movie franchise this year, about how many Marvel Universe three and three quarter inch figures do you think we're going to see this year? Uh, this year, I mean, it, it, it's tough to say. If you mean original figures, um, you know, for the last for the last two years, we've we've done, I want to say, in cum in cum, uh, we've we've done probably close to. 250 characters slash costumes in the aggregate. So, you know, we're adding a lot. I think, you know, we've, we've seen the first four waves already. Obviously, we're, we're, we're saving some new news for San Diego this year. But, um, you know, there's a lot of passion on this team for Marvel Universe and the classic Marvel heritage. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to keep digging deep. We've got multi-packs coming out. We've still got our comic two-packs out. So when, when you look at all of those figures over one year but between all of those offerings, it's, it's a lot. And I know that a lot of the collectors have had some distribution issues with Marvel Universe and then some of the later waves of Iron Man figures finding their ways to store shelves and a lot of people have to order online to get some of the harder to find figures. Is that something that's going to be, you think, a little better in the coming year? I mean, it's always something that we're looking at. Obviously, you know, we want the best distribution possible. We want the, the most possible product on shelf. We, you know, we don't want our fans, we don't want our collectors having to, you know, search hard to, to get those figures. So, you know, it's something that's very important to us. But, uh, you know, it, it, is, it is a difficult task to tackle. So. Now, the la last line I want to talk about is uh, the superhero squad, which is getting some support for the movies, but 
it's kind of there's a new young child line from play school that's kind of taking that area are there going to be more non-movie superhero squad figures planned uh, well, in the Iron Man and Captain America and Thor lines, we have Superhero Squad three packs this year, which again draw from movie inspiration, but also comic inspiration. So there's there's a lot of Superhero Squad product planned for this year in 2011, despite the fact that yes, there is a new uh, preschool expression, um, Marvel Superhero Adventures, launching this fall. So you know, right now they're uh, they're both represented. You know, one one is in Boys Action in. Uh, in the Avengers assembles, Assemble properties, and the other is, is in the preschool aisle. Do you know how the new line is going to impact, if at all, the Superhero Squad cartoon? Uh, the, the new property is not related to the Superhero Squad cartoon, so it, it should not impact it. But with, it's kind of an interesting thing because, I, again, it's unusual that the superhero squad was you know hasbro's done this they had the galactic heroes the superhero squad all the cute versions of these characters but then superhero squad became the cartoon so it's you know based on marvel license obviously but also drawing direct inspiration from a hasbro line that's now kind of being depreciated a little bit um i i wouldn't say it's depreciated i mean right now i think what we've showed today is seven total three packs and that's just what we're showing today so, you know, right there, there's 21 superhero squad characters that are going to be in the boys' action aisle um, this year. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much for your time. It's really appreciated, and it looks like an exciting year for Marvel. Thank you, Scott, for that little interview. We really do appreciate it. It was a rather well-sized interview. I guess it was a big interview. Now, there's one last thing we have to talk about, which has a major impact on my life. And I'm very distraught, and I'm upset, and I don't know if I can go on. What is this news? It looks as if the superhero squad, as we know it, is no longer going to be. Now, as Scott just said, they are still doing the movie-based three-packs like they had for Iron Man. But my superhero squad, where I just bought my super-freaking-cute Captain Marvel with his winning smile, no more. As you pointed out, he looks like Ted McGinley. He did. <laughs> but now they, they're in a play school line, and it's called Play School Heroes. Yes, and the Mar this is a huge Hasbro initiative. The Play School Heroes run across all their licenses. Marvel is getting the Marvel Superhero Adventures line. Which, now, see, I'm really confused. Like, I know he said that the cartoon is separate, but the cartoon is based on the freaking toy line. What's going to happen? Yeah, he kind of talked his way around my question there. We don't know what this means for the cartoon series. You know, cartoon series on TV, though, very rarely last more than three seasons. It, it seems like cartoons are meant to be disposable. So perhaps we have seen the end of Superhero Squad the cartoon, which, you know, I don't know. I, I love the Perry Grove theme song. but Now, these play school heroes are... I don't think they're as cute as the Superhero Squad, but they do have a certain je ne sais quoi, if you will, where they're just they're a little bit more slender and they're not bent at the knees. They have elongated legs, but I just they're very cute and they have really cool places, but they're different. It's not like the Superhero Squad evolved into this. These are a completely different line. And these are articulated for kids to play with. They have basic, you know, four or five points of articulation. So that they can be posed and put into vehicles like the crime cruising spider car and 
Yeah, I mean, their heads and outfits and all that, they look very similar to the superhero squad stuff. But like you said, they're not they're not crouched into action poses. They're more upright. And it just Yeah, and they're not chunky. Yeah. They're I don't know. What I what I heard in that interview was we're gonna try to run both of these and see which one does better, but right now we, we assume that the play school superhero adventures is gonna do better and we'll eventually get rid of Galactic or yeah, the, the superhero squad. The thing that bums me out is with the superhero squad, Marjorie, you love the figures. I love the packaging art and I saved all yeah. those inserts. The packaging art is great too, I will tell you that. And I gotta say, I don't like the art on the superhero adventures packaging. It's just not doing it for me. It's nowhere near as stylish and as cute as it's the, just kind of blah. Yeah, it is. It's very plain. And are those going to be packaged two to a pack like Superhero Squad was, or how they are? Okay. Um, they showed like a retail pack of Spider Man and the Green Goblin, and Spider Man has him webbed around the waist and. But it does appear like they're coming just in the two packs, and we got to see Doctor Doom with a soft goods cloak and Silver Surfer. I don't know. Some of them were kind of cute, and we, we, you always would pick and choose with your superheroes. I would. Uh, I didn't buy them all, but I was close, damn it. And I could see some of the major characters. I did like the Wolverine. I did. He was very cute. However, I like everything Wolverine, so not really fair. I, I think it's something that i got to have to take a look at when I see them in the store and then decide. Yeah, I mean, we got to see him in person, but we didn't get to touch him or turn him or anything. I could see him growing on me. I, I could see them eventually growing on me a little bit, but I, I'm, I hope the superhero squad pulls out. I always like that. Yeah, I I can't see them both existing to be honest with you. I think it's I think it's kind of funny that the Superhero Squad and Galactic Heroes and all those started off as a Play School brand. Yeah. And now it's back to in the Play School tent of toys and they're making them a little more grown up and a little more evolved for these kids, but it seems like it's an answer to some of those. I mean, when Galactic Heroes came out and Superhero Squad came out, there was no other toys like that. Now it seems like every toy manufacturer has a line of two packs of these little statuesque cute little toys for kids so maybe maybe they're just trying to increase the line out there a little bit further and keep keep ahead of the the competition i even noticed that they had some wwe like superhero squad like figures too and it was pretty frightening <laughs> yeah every every manufacturer has their version of it so it's a popular it's a popular type of toy for kids the thing is some of these figures really there were no superhero squad figures i Dislike. There were just some that I liked more than others. I actively dislike this Thor. Yeah, he's very thin in the waist. I don't like that. And the same thing with Hulk. It's like supermodel Hulk. Hulk needs ready for one way. Hulk must go purge now. Poor bulimic Hulk. <laughs> oh, I just imagined what might come out of Hulk. That's <laughs> Hulk, too sexy for shirt. Too sexy for shirt. So sexy it hurts. <laughs> oh, getting loopy from a long day at Toy Fair. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> now, that's about it, actually, for the Marvel side. So. I was surprised at how little there was. We had to sit through this huge freaking Transformers presentation and even longer in Team G.I. Joe presentation. I thought with Thor and Cap and X-Men that this would be a big Marvel year, but eh, didn't really feel that way coming out of there compared to Transformers, but I, I got to look. We were at a Hasbro presentation. Hasbro owns G.I. Joe. Hasbro owns Transformers. Hasbro licenses Star Wars and Marvel. And so they put their publicity behind what's going to mm -hmm. get them the biggest buck. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, just remember to the last time there was a Transformers movie in the theaters, that, that section takes over most of the toy aisle for a while. You know, it's all Transformers. So I'm sure this summer will be like that again. So it was cool. We only got to see, like, the Super Bowl spots for Cap and Thor, so nothing really new there like we'd hoped. But not too bad. Now, we are going back to Toy Fair. The actual set convention begins tomorrow, Sunday, at the Javits Center. We're going to be going there and taking pictures of all the cool Marvel stuff we see there from Kotobukiya and others. And we'll be reporting on that on our March 1st podcast when we're going to be announcing the winners of Backstage Toys contest with us for the Wave 10 set of figures. And how can they enter, Justin? Well, all they need to do is subscribe to our Sales to Astonish newsletter, which you can find a link to directly on our website at MarveliciousToys.com. And if you want to get the Superhero Squad while you can, last year's San Diego Comic-Con three-pack that had the very cute Dr. Doom in his robe with his coffee. And the mayor. It had the mayor as well. They have five left in stock as of February 8th, and you can get that for $24.99 at BackstageToys.com. And remember, they're Amazon fulfilled, so if you're Amazon Prime, it'll ship free. Or if you buy one other item from them, you know, you need to get a penny to get to the $25 for free Super Saver shipping, then you can get it shipped free from Backstage Toys. And we thank Backstage Toys for their support of Marvelicious Toys. Well, you guys have had a long day, and you got a long day ahead of you tomorrow. So I think I will let you guys enjoy New York. Uh, Well, thank you. And we will be back in just a couple weeks to talk about everything else, including we got to see Spider-Man turn off the dark. Uh, Yes. (laughs) No one died during our presentation. Bummer. They wanted to. (laughs) They wanted to. However, it went off almost without a hitch. But we'll talk about that later. (laughs) I'm chomping at the bit to hear what you guys have to say about it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds, as well as product reviews, on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4. Or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Podcast enhancement by Barrett. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. 
Marvelicious Toys is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated, copyright 2011, all rights reserved.